Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No Shave Men Game. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, wrestling fans, and our sports entertainment fans all over the globe. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. However you identify, I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. Yes, sir. We're coming to you from the Sunshine State. I got to tell you, man, we are here to talk, negotiate, pontificate about one of the best non-pay-per-view wrestling events that AEW has ever put on. And it was AEW Dynamite coming to you from Winnipeg. Yep. Dude, dude, talk to me. Oh, man. I'm so glad this Dynamite happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. After a couple, like, yeah. so since Revolution, uh, I've just been kind of eh on wrestling. And that included all okay. the shows last week and included Monday night this Monday. So I even put this yeah. one on going, God, have I lost my love for it? Like, what's going on? Oh. Fudge, wow. was I wrong? Not my, lost my love. That's probably an over-exaggeration. But, yeah. like, okay, are we in a down period? Man, they they came out there to, on uh, on Wednesday and showed what I fell in love with AEW was. And mm-hmm. from 
the beginning to the end. Yes, there was some stuff in there that I felt was okay. It wasn't 100%. I mean, this isn't a five beer dynamite for me, but it was a very good one. And there's some stuff that fell flat, but as far as end-to-end programming, and to kind of steal what the what culture guys say and Sidgwick and them, I view, and I didn't realize this till they actually talked about it, I view my wrestling like I view a good TV show. Like, I want to be on the hook for what's next week. I want that episodic continuation week over week. And I never really thought about it that way, but it is like comparing it to The Sopranos or The Wire or The Shield Ooh, that's a good- or one of your really good television shows that you watch yeah. over and over again. Uh, and to me, so it's funny. That t- I'm going to totally break this down in whole there are a couple types of shows I watch, right? So West Wing, one of my favorite shows. I love the West Wing. Watch it week over week. It hooks you on everything. I think I've seen it probably end to end 10 times. Like it's one that I would just play over and over again. Stargate, you know, week to week hooks. Ongoing. There's a background storyline in everything. And then each episode, there's a little something. Even Star Trek, you could talk about. The Mandalorian right now, right? There's these hooks that keep you going. There's another type of TV show that I absolutely love which is like Top Gear or, um, you know, those kind of things where it's an individual show. There's not an ongoing thing, but it's you get hooked on that one individual, like the group of characters. To me, that's WWE. It's the group of characters. You go turn it on. Cool. They may have a, a somewhat ongoing story that may last three weeks, two, three weeks, you know, but it's not an ongoing. I have to watch every week over and over again. Season one, season two, season three, what's going on? And AEW to me is like that top tier series that you want to watch over and over again. And yeah. this show, it reignited that for me. And they did a little bit of it last week. And, and like we talked about, like I saw where they were going with some of the stuff, but I felt like Tony Khan listened to the reviews and went, okay, well, let's do this instead. Bloop, and hit the reset button on stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling, totally speculation, allegedly, we'll Hook say. on a feeling. Yeah, a total feeling that the Elite have signed a contract because... They have been meandering, no storyline, no nothing, no build for the House of Black match, none of their like deep storytelling, and then we'll get to the last part of this show, and it's like, oh, is it? They're back. Like, okay. So, I mean, I, I can start with my highlights if you want, because I had plenty of them. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like I could almost lay out for this entire apple juice, episode. Just apple juice in case YouTube's but watching. I want to, hey, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But I, I just think that, uh, like, the 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 energy, again, <clears throat> we come back to Canada. We had an awesome elimination chamber. We had a couple of other WWE uh, events in Canada. And then they open the, the show, and you've got... Jericho, you've got Omega, and you've got Omega's handler, the mouthpiece, yep. uh, all li- alive and well. And I'm not gonna lie, like the 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 carrot that they were dangling was who is gonna hook hook who is gonna lock horns with Jade Cargill because like. Honestly, I thought Jade was going to come out with something very like regional as far as like what her attire was going to be. I thought the theme was going to be very like snarky in relation to Canada. I thought it was going to be 
like heartbreak kid oriented and she came out you know kind of mild you know whatever but brother i legit thought that the building was going to erupt and it was uh from start to finish aew the like if you look at the 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 views on syndicated syndicated tv and I get, you know, like Tommy Dreamers always talk about, well, you can't or, you know, you can't always consider what or how consumers are taking in some shows now because not everybody's sitting in front of a TV. Right, right now I'm sitting in front of, <clears throat> excuse me, right now I'm sitting in front of three televisions and a smartphone. So it's like our three, three laptops and a smartphone. So it's like, okay, you know, I get it. You know, I'm, I'm watching uh, TBS and TNT on one laptop talking to you, um, you know, jumping on my Twitter machine. So, but I tell you, if, if the, the viewership of this episode is not in line with some of the top pay-per-views that AEW has put on, man, I... You, we, all of us need to get back, do it again, because this was a banger, Seamus style, from start to finish, and I was feeling it. The The boys and girls were putting out, I feel like whoever was in Gorilla was like, hey, good luck, hey, I hope you, you know, put out, get out, do what you got to do. The, the Acclaim's video was the shizzle. I man, there w- I I don't have anything negative. So, all right, well let's do it, man. You said start to finish. So let's go through it. So we start with the uh, the MJF bar, bar mitzvah, and I know we said we're not going to try to run down everything, but this card, if I'm going to run down the good stuff, we're going to run down everything because I pretty much thought it was mostly good. But yeah, the the, the rebar mitzvah, uh, you know, MJF is great. Like the first thing he does to get heat is, <laughs> you know. Uh, Shawn Michaels is better than Bret Hart to the Canadian crowd. Like, of course you're going to get heat oh my right God. off the bat. Ooh. So great stuff. <laughs> and then we we roll that right into uh, you know him talking about being the best, and he's rebar mitzvahing because uh, he beat Danielson, the best in the world again. Another best in the world drop, but that we'll leave that aside for now. And one of uh, I think it was seven for this. Yeah, episode. there are definitely a lot of hints. Um, I also sidebar like wandering off into the woods. I did see something recently that um, Punk has teased returning to Ring of Honor. So I could see him keeping, if they want to keep the Elite and Punk separate, that'd be perfect. Let him go to Ring of Honor, let him run Ring of Honor. Hmm, kind of like something I said a while ago to let him go run that and build an invasion angle. But anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and then anyway. he, he's cutting his promo and they're doing the dance around the ring. And next thing you know, boom, Jungle Boy's music hits. And I'm like, ah, I called it Jungle Boy. Cool. Then Sammy Guevara hit, and I'm like, I see what they're doing here. And then Darby Allen. And let me tell you, all three of them, all four of them, the four pillars in that ring, cut great promos on each other. Fantastic. Fantastic promos. I I thought there was a little to be – they could have zinged back with some of the stuff that MJF said. Um, You know, we had uh, Jungle Boy talking about, uh, you know, how he keeps cheating to win, which, you know, he's not lying. He does cheat to win all the time. We had, you know, him talking about going to dark and dark elevation and working his way back up and MJF being handed everything. And Sammy Guevara 
gotten there and said the same thing. I was told I had to be Jericho's, you know, job jobber and all this other stuff. His bump His man. Bump man <laughs> and all this other stuff. And MJF is like, you know, you didn't have to do any of that. And then Darby Allen cut the best promo I've ever seen Darby Allen. Sitting on his ass. Jesus, man. I I was so I was like, dude, stand up. I loved up. it. It was so in character. I'm glad. I'm glad he didn't get up. Yep. I'm just like you said, it was totally in character because he's not part of the the and I'm air quoting for those who didn't get the uh, 1995 exclusive telecast <laughs> available at acast.com. I I seriously I'm so glad they did it. it like I wouldn't change one single nope. thing. I thought it was fantastic. I thought and then like I said, Darby's Darby's zinger about, you know, these these boys in the back who get on Twitter and bitch and complain and, you know, just suck it up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. Somebody finally said it. And yep. you know, Darby is always in all of the feuds he's done, has done this videos in the background and the packages. So I've always liked Darby, whatever. He's a great wrestler. This promo he cut on Wednesday made me go, that's the guy I want to beat MJF, which is amazing. It's great for MJF because that just shows Everybody he goes against, you want to get beat. So you, he, he's good at building baby faces, which a good heel needs yeah. to do. But Darby did such a good promo that he went from this kind of mid-tier, upper mid-tier card guy to like, no, I could see him walking around with the strap. Like, he is the heart. He is what John Moxley used to say he was, which is the heart and wow. blood of AEW. Like, that's that promo. That's what that promo wow. cut. And then MJF fires back. I am. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Please, please. You're yeah. in a roll. I'm feeling then it. Then MJF fires back, and MJF makes great points. Like, Darby, you had Sting. You had Christian, Jungle Boy, and you had Jericho. Who did I have? I did it all on my own. Meanwhile, I'm going, yeah, but not really. You had Cody, and then you had Jericho, and then you had – but I'm sure – I know AEW. They'll come back to that. It'll be brought up in another promo down the line. But – so, yeah, MJF cuts that promo right back, and the absolute beautiful – timing and and way they worked out when he took off the hat and the glasses and darby looks at him and said oh, man dude. you look like Shh. dude perfect like and oh it was just such a great setup for the four pillars and the fact that we are revisiting the four pillars four years later you can go f yourself if you say AEW doesn't do long-term booking yes we might have veered off a little bit here and there but underline like I said, story from season one to season eight is, you know, Tony Soprano going to die or who's going to yep. take him out is there, right? <laughs> like from the first episode to now in four years, they've always talked about the four pillars. They've joked about the four pillars going away. Starks has come back and said, he's a pillar. Now you can start tearing that into the, you know, the, the, the storyline too. I just, it was great. It was an absolute beautiful four pillars and makes me want to see the four-way match that's coming. Makes me want to see the singles match that's probably going to be Darby Allen and MJF. And oh my gosh, I hope I hope Darby Allen wins. And this this these four people could carry us out to the end of the year with their feud. Realistically, if you do combinations of it, and then the war f or the bid for twenty-four, or the war for twenty-four, whatever MJF is calling it, he could really be going. All right, I'm leaving, guys. And then boom, Darby Allen is the one who wins it and takes it from him. Perfect. You've set up the perfect storyline for the next six months down the road. And I honestly saw Darby Allen as like Sting's little kid 
where he would win the tag team titles. He'd carry it for, you know, six, eight defenses or whatever. And now that AEW is doing live events, I'm like, okay, well, they could get some reps in and do all this other stuff. Okay, so now you have um, Dynamite. You have Rampage. They're getting ready to pop off with a, a new Saturday show. So now there's three opportunities, which gives you four televised hours of episodic TV to build on these stories. And we've, we've been talking about this not just since the month of March being uh, Women's Appreciation Month. We're like, hey, man, I want some long, long-term long stories for some of the women in professional wrestling. Because you could do, I've been there, done that. I've got a couple of T-shirts. I've been there, done that. I've got a couple of titles. I've been there, done that. Got a couple of stamps on my passport. You know, like the whole gamut. And you talk about Guevara. And, you know, I started following Guevara when he was doing, you know, indie shows in front of, uh, you know, 50, 60, 80 people in Texas. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, now here he is, a five-time TNT champion, um, MJF being, a, you know, the, uh, a disciple of the greatest in the world, you know, punk. Um, and when I saw Guevara... On Lucha Underground, I was like, bro, this dude can rock. And he hadn't nailed his kip yet. Right. And when the, my man nailed his kip, I think it was the third episode of Dynamite in Jacksonville, I was like, this cat is smooth. And, you know, little by little. And I, n I never really looked at him as, like, Jericho's bump guy. Like, like you know, the whole self-deprecation, right. woe is me, because... Because MJF has gotten everything handed to him. But man, like you said, it's like I'm feeling every single word that they're saying because you can, like, in your own individual life, you can deal with, you can relate to it. So, like, every, every place you go to work or school or you're on a sports team, maybe it's the coach's son or daughter, maybe it's the the golden child of the principal or the vice principal or the teacher of the year. And you're like, holy cow, that's, that's MJF. Yeah. I mean, but you then can, you have the outcast. You can relate it to our military careers too. You know, like, you've got that legit, you got that one yeah. guy that you know is the general's golfing buddy. Yep. So when the promos come up, allegedly mm -hmm. it's fair and balanced, but you know, that guy's going to get a little different look. Allegedly, yep. You know that guy's going to get a a wink, wink, yep. nod, nod more than you. And I, I was, like, I, I was there. There was, there was times in my career where uh, <laughs> there's a guy I trained and brought up, and he was well underranked on me. By the time I left that mm -hmm. job, he was a master sergeant and promoted twice over me because he was buddy buddy with the the chief in the office. So there yeah, so go. it happens. So yeah, absolutely. Like maybe that's why I felt that. Like oh. Like, I understand Dude, that shit like, right seriously. there. Seriously. Yep. Yeah. You're like, you know, I can feel the Canadian crowd. I can, like, the energy and the whole enticing, who's going to challenge Jade Cargill? So that's, like, the whole thing. I was like, oh, my God, this whole episode, I am boiling. I cannot wait to see who's going to challenge Jade Cargill. So, by the way, uh, wanted to wish a happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. 
I've got my uh, St. Patrick's gear. <laughs> Wanted to thank Harley and uh, the Big Pig in uh, Rogers, Arkansas, for hooking me up. My brother uh, is over there running that dealership. So good stuff out of Rogers, Arkansas. But I tell you what, man, dude, I was feeling it from start to finish. And like when the um, so Jack, so Jungle Boy, his music hits. I was like, wow, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. I can't believe Jungle Boy. What? Oh, wait a minute, Sammy Guevara. Wait, Sammy Guevara comes out. Wait a minute. So that's 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 three of the four, and we did this five episodes ago. I looked this up. I was like, wait a minute, didn't we just recently talk yep. about the pillars? Would you or would you not consider this cat or this you know cat part of the pillars? And then old boy comes out. <clears throat> The only thing, and I know I said I wouldn't change anything about this segment, I maybe would or wouldn't, depending on the wind right now, I would or would not have brought um, Darby Allen out on his skateboard. I wouldn't have because I liked how he walked out. He was very Mm matter-of-fact. It wasn't like this adolescent, right. dude, I'm out here I'm out here skating, man, I'm going to grind. Although, I think had he been skating, had he skated out, he could have related it to his career, his wrestling endeavors. But the way they did it, if, if they don't at least get a nomination <laughs> for segment of the yeah. year, it's a fail. It's a fail on the fans' part. Because hook, line, and sinker, it is March 16th, and I, I cannot wait. Because you can do singles matches, you can do tag team matches, you can do triple threats, and whoever's not involved in that triple threat is going to interfere. Yep. Then you can do a ladder match, and then you can do, hopefully they don't do like the casino, blah, blah, yeah. blah match. But dude... Like you said, man, like you were feeling it, and I'm I'm gonna let you use your own little montage because I think I think this segment deserves it. Ah, chef's kiss, baby, good stuff. Boom, shaka But that's not the only thing on this show that I gave that to, because we go Dude. right from that promo to the damn Moxley mm. BB uh, Blackpool Combat Club Dark Order match, and holy yeah. sh, like. Stu Grayson needs to be re-signed oh. right now, and they need to give him more time. Yeah. I want to see Stu Grayson and Evil Uno in the tag division going after FTR six months from now. Like, I just that match was some of the 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 best heel work I've seen from the BCC. Like, they were absolutely yep. able to pro- project without cutting any promos, without doing anything, that they are a heel faction now. And yep. it was fantastic. The triple spike uh, pile driver on the outside. Oh my God. And then they roll him in and give him another pile driver. And, oh, man, yeah. it was good. And then the choke to hold him down. I won't go off yep. on as much as a tangent on this because we're, this will be a three-hour damn podcast if uh, if we continue to, to hoot and holler at everything. But uh, that match <laughs> itself was fantastic, the, the heel turn. And then the fact that that ties into something that happens at the very end of this show was great. Uh, man, yeah, because that match was great. The the brawl, 
that taking out Heyman with the bell and those guys just straight up, they are, there's no doubt about it. They're, they're heels. They're bad guys. And yeah, I'll prognosticate some stuff when we get to the end of this, this podcast. Cause yeah. there's definitely some things that I, I I'm hoping happen down the road, but we go from that. Yeah. I, and go ahead. Yeah. And, and I, I totally, I totally dig what you're saying. Like, and I'm a big, Okay. So for those who are just joining us here in the No Shave Man Cave, I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. And I go back and watch the rest and of our I'm podcast. a WWE. I'm a WWE brain. And I totally dig when the show starts, they're in the parking garage, and you see a superstar, a wrestler. And um uh, they try and ask him a question, and they're like, well, I, I don't have time for you, so you know you better stay tuned in, and I'll talk about it in the ring. <gasps> oh, my God, he's going to talk about it in the ring. And then a little bit later on, you cut to commercial, and then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm hearing disturbance in the back. We've got to cut to, we're going to cut to the back. And now whoever was there in the parking garage is now in the back, and they're they're causing some kind of ruckus, and then segue, you know, three hours for Monday or two hours for Friday, and they're in the main they're in the main event, and how they plugged everybody in, they they threaded everything through, and I just felt like the opening segment, the four pillars. I was like, dude, I can totally feel this. Guevara comes out, and then you see him at the end, and then you cut to the next segment, and I I totally agree with like Mox and you know uh, Hangman not being the pillars because they've been there, done that. They've got a couple of mm-hmm. titles and T-shirts and stuff, but yeah, dude, I oh man, just the storytelling, and kudos to the referees, kudos to the producers. And straight up kudos to the crowd, and uh, I, dude, I was in it to win yep. it all night long. Yeah, that match was great, and I, th- I don't remember, I don't remember the sequencing because then you had Orange Cassidy and Jeff Jarrett, another absolutely yep. outstanding match. Uh, everybody, I think, in the world predicted Jeff Jarrett was going to win this title, and then to kind of yep. get the swerve, double swerve at the end, where a couple times you thought he was going to and he didn't. Uh, the match was great. Uh, Again, I could go on and on about that and some of the storytelling in that match, but like we're almost thirty minutes in and we haven't even got to like the bulk of the stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, again, the J- the Jade Cargill stuff. Uh, we had that show up, and you know she took on I can't remember her name and I'm embarrassed, but uh, anyway, the the one of the rumored people that she would take on was in the ring, um, and she is. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't remember her name. But she's very popular with Shimmer and some of the other stuff. So the fact that she got squashed, I was kind of surprised. I thought, well, one, she didn't get an entrance. Two, she got squashed real quick, which surprised me. But then when Ty Valkyrie's music hit, man, I was, I was, I was, all right, this is cool. And I hope. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, I hope this leads into a very strong program between the two of them. I hope it's not just oh going to be Jade challenges her next week and then they fight and they lose. I hope this is a legit feud and I hope this legit feud rolls into the other women's feud going on because there's definitely, I think you talked about it today, there's definitely some tie-ins where Ty Valkyrie could lose right. to Jade or whatever and then join the outcast and say, you know, I was in the other place too and I deserve to, you know, you know, I walked right in and got my title shot, which we can roll yeah. right into the women's pro- program yeah. too because that was really good too. Yeah. And I've been a huge uh, Taya fan because I because I I watch a lot of Impact. Um, I watch a, a decent amount of AAA, CMLL, MLW because she's she's the uh, she's the MLW Women's Middleweight Champion as well. Uh, her husband is the Open Weight Champion over there in MLW, and like she's so freaking charismatic. Her look. Her gear, like you saw it when she was walking down, and she was like moving mm-hmm. with the music, and uh, she looks fantastic. Like, I mean, I don't, uh, man, you can't even like, as a dude, you can't be like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not down with that. And the gear and the just the when she was in between her and uh, her uh, Jade Cargill's opponent. And Jade Cargill, yes, Jade Cargill um, sort of dominated over the, you know, the situation because, you know, she's probably three or four inches mm-hmm. taller. And, you know, Jade hit her move, the Jaded. But when Taya hit the Jaded on Velvet, I was like, gotti. And to be able to take Jar- uh, Jade's move from her, that that sort of takes some of her juice. Yep. So I'm like, okay, so that's legit. So now as we're building up to the pay-per-views, we're bl- building up to, it's not blood and guts, is it? The next pay-per-view? Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not blood it and guts. Double or nothing. Um, yeah, so double or nothing, and then they were talking about another event. So you, you have you have a few weeks to build to build this in, but man, you, you aren't kidding with, what they've got going on on the women's side, which we've been talking about this for a couple of months. Like, why can't you build long-term storytelling with the women in AEW? Because they're super athletic, and I think the AEW women's division and the Impact women's division they're they're pretty close, and you've got some you've got some wrestlers that can go on both rosters. And I'm, I'm super yoked for what uh, Valkyrie and Jade are going to be able to do in the ring. It it'll probably be, you know, a couple of weeks before they really really lock up, and it'll probably be a couple of matches before Taya takes the title from her. But once it happens, everybody's going to be like, "Yes, 
sir and ma'am. Yeah. yeah, I hope they build this feud all the way to double or nothing. And um, we also had a women's segment on the show. So two time the women show up on the on the wrestling program, which was pretty awesome. But and I thought that was good too. I, I like the fact that Tony and Soraya got to say their piece. So Ruby cut that really good promo last week, which is kind of the highlight of the show last week. And uh, you know, we finally got Tony to say, "Yeah, I was never the champion. I was just the interim champion." Ooh. Good stuff. And then Soraya talking about, you know, she's a miracle. But then they, she came back, and all they chanted at her was DMD and that kind of stuff. Was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and dropping the T word, getting fined a, nice a little zinger. bit. So, <laughs> little coin, little coin out of the purse. Yep. So uh, absolutely uh, great promo on them. And then, yeah, I, I would love to see the the Jade. Because Jade's a, a homegrown original too. Um, however, I think they're going to use Rio for that. For yeah, I think they're going to use Rio. I think Rio is going to be the third, um, just because of the way she came out. But even with that, so even that storyline. So in the background, again, we've had this little thread of DMD, you know, wanting her title from from Hater. So I, I don't know if you caught it. I mean, they made it kind of obvious, but you know, for some people, maybe not. When they when Rio comes in, makes the save, Jamie Hader stands up, looks at Rio, and kind of gives her, hey, a thank you. Well, Britt Baker doesn't. Britt Baker just kind of gives, gives her a look like, F you. Like, why are you in my ring? Even though you saved us, she kind of definitely, and then she kind of gives this wave hand, like dismissing her. And I'm like, oh, man, there's still that underlying thread where Britt could flip and join the Outsiders. Like, even though she doesn't belong there, like, she could become the heel, or she's going to play this program out and then flip in the very end. I don't know. It was a. I I see I see the latter like exactly what you said like you'll get some heat you'll get some love you'll get some of this you'll get some of that and then they'll build up to the you know the war games esque match and something will happen and there'll be a botch and there'll be a ref bump and then Britt will take a shot and then you know it'll it'll come off the rails and. Dude, uh, so to kind of backtrack on what you were talking about earlier, it was Leela Gray was the uh, Canadian wrestler, and evidently she's a she's a hot commodity in the Canadian. I thought Leela Gray was Jay's uh, hottie. Yeah, Leela uh, Gray's Jay's hottie. I want to say it's like Nicole Smith or. Okay, yeah. So they they've got this listed wrong then. So I apologize. So oh. Nicole Matthews. Nicole Matthews. I knew it was an end something. Nicole Matthews. Yep. Nicole yeah, Matthews. So yeah, she's a, a she's a very very short pump kick hitting yep. uh, finisher finishing. Yeah. She's uh yeah she was yeah. she's one that you know surprised she got quickly hit but whatever it is what it is. Um, yeah, great stuff from the women. Uh, then we had let's see we talked about the Orange Cassidy we talked about the triple that we had the QTV part. Okay, I mean it was it was what it was, um, and I don't know if this was AEW taking something that really happened to Wardlow and building it into the story, uh, or if this was legit like they planned this out. Because if they legit planned it, either way, it's a hell of a good story. Like they did a good job yeah. of of making it and and setting it up to where Wardlow is going to obviously feud with Hobbs for a while. Then we yeah. get Hobbs saying he's going to do the Open Challenge, and Ray Phoenix is his first opponent on Friday. <laughs> I can't wait for that match. And Ray can go, and like we're always talking about, like styles make fights. And um, 
the like the boys over at what culture they did the they did the um you know kind of like what you said like if if it's a work or a shoot or a you know this that the other they were sort of alluding to they believe that Wardlow's vehicle actually got broken into and AEW is just marking making this you know part of their TV hey fine I'm cool with it didn't dig the QTV thing at all and that's that was like a huge knock on the show yep. for me because I feel like it went on way yep. too long. The and other thing I I'm like, okay, shit, dude, move on. One of the other things I think is odd, and I've picked up on a little thread of it, and I don't know if there's anything to it or if it's just them making references, but they've been a lot of Batista references lately. Oh, huge. So they compare Wardlow to Batista a lot. Um, if you watch BTE yep. a few months ago, they made some comparisons, and it was actually a pretty funny skit because Wardlow's acting like he didn't know who he was. So John Silver's like, he's like, man, I'm, I think I'm going to go out there and like, as my fireworks guy's like, I'm going to do the the machine gun thing like Batista is doing. And he goes, that's Batista. He's like, who's Batista? He goes, and I think I'm going to start calling myself the animal. They're like, yeah, you can't do that. But like, <laughs> I'm starting to go, are they trying to get Batista in AEW? Like. What is up with and that? And there was there was talk on the WWE pipeline to have um, Batista part of this year's um, Hall of Fame class, but then they were like, "Well, we don't want to overshadow and blah 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 blah." Well, Batista is from DC. Him going into the Hall of Fame in Philadelphia is closer to DC. Mm. You know how. However, they're going to package that, but. Uh, so yeah, you know, but know. hey, this segment is brought to you by Clearly Canada Cherry. <laughs> Thank you for the gassed, enjoyable beverage, sparkling water beverage, all natural ingredients. But I think the the whole thing, like with them dropping in the Batistas and all that other stuff, that was more like fodder. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. So who signed and who didn't? Is this person signed? Is FTR here? Is the elite moving on? Are we like who are we losing? And I, I didn't have a pe- I didn't have a pad of paper with me while I was watching the show. But I tell you what, I was taking mental notes. And the minute the show ended, I grabbed my Twitter machine and I I hopped on the on Google. I was like, hey, you know what's going on? Who's doing what to who? And the AEW did exactly. They AEW did to me exactly what they wanted to do to all of the watchers. Get on social media. Good publicity, bad publicity mm-hmm. is still publicity. Talk about AEW Dynamite. Talk about you better watch Rampage because a little bit later on there's a there's a, a piece from the JAS that oh my god. If they do something that is in line with what the acclaim yep. did. Mm, dude, my nipples are hard too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh I think when I looked it was it was trending on Twitter with like 64,000 tweets <sighs> at one point uh this morning actually early this morning. So uh yeah, they did what they needed to do. Man. Uh yes. And like you said, we got Daddy, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange talking about the uh, acclaimed in their rap video and that they got something from a rampage. Yep. Cool, good stuff. And then we get the main event. Mm. What 
the you want to just skip uh, over and not talk yeah, about it it wasn't that we good yeah, it was just, yeah it's yeah. you know yeah. we'll just some, go straight yeah, to the some stuff happened it wasn't that good some stuff Man. happened bump and feed bump and feed dude talk to me <sighs> run it run that, it so they gave him i think it was like 35 minutes maybe 30 minutes at the end of the show mm-hmm. to do this three-way which we all knew was gonna be a great match and it was a banger uh in a year without Omega and Osprey, without Danielson and MJF Iron Man match, this could be match of the year. <laughs> like it was good. Uh it was fantastic. They bump and feed the the tension and the drama when Jericho and and um Omega got in there together. You know, the fans yep. loved oh, it. And then the God. House of Black play spoiler yes. and break it up. Then they get in again yep. in the House of Black Fish. Before they yep. touch, too, you were like, "Woo!" And they and you could tell um, MJF's handler was kind of you know being a little snarky about yep. it, you know, and you're just like, "Oh, the prodigal son!" And da 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 da. And then, oh, he just stole it. And then, oh, you mean uh, Omega's handler, up. Don Callis? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Callis. Yeah. Sorry. And it was just like he kept like, "Yep, dropping those jabs in, dropping those jabs in." I was like, dude, it, when they touch, Canada and every single maple tree is gonna freaking boil over, and and they did like, bro. As soon as they got into the oh hockey fight, God. oh, it went, yep. and then they started working together, and those two have yep. got a lot of chemistry together. And the, I, I'm not gonna that go spot through th- spot through that match because we would be here forever. No, it's not fair. It was yeah, fantastic. Not fair. Uh, take time, go find it, watch the highlights. Uh, Absolutely. Please, 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 I, please watch this match. And I am not a huge spot fest fan. I like the stories. I like the, you know, fighting from underneath and, you know, then a couple of false finishes and then you get the underdog maybe wins or the, but this, this match had every freaking thing. So good. If you're on the fence if you were on the fence of whether or not you want to be a sports entertainment or wrestling fan, I want you to go find this match and join us here at the No Shave Man Cave every single day and just love the ride, man. This was freaking awesome. Yep. Match was great. Awesome. And during the match, we get a little clip of the Black Bull Combat Club and Dark Order still fighting out. And, and so cool. I'm like, that was weird. Why'd they show that? But whatever. Like I thought, to be honest with you, I thought it was a production glitch because AEW's known for those. Um, yep. Then we get the match going, and they had a little production glitch, I think, in this show because I think the ending to the tag, the the triple threat, was a little botched. Uh, if you watch it, it just seems like they didn't know who was supposed to make the pin, who they were supposed. to, But I didn't care. It it made yeah when they it, when Buddy when Buddy shifted yeah. his body for the pin yeah but. I'm okay with it because to me, in the suspended belief that this is a sports competition, they're in it to win it, you could lose that part of yeah. it. Like, I just want to get the pin. Cool. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Fantastic match uh, for the tickler up there in Georgia, man. You need to find a way to get on and uh, and Dude. be able to watch AEW, brother, because you and I talked about it on our recap uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. The th- Great episode, by the way. That's like one of our top performing yeah. episodes. It's good stuff. And, uh, you know, can't thank ever, all of our followers enough, um, you know, to the New York City Podcast Network. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for the editor and uh, department select awards and the uh, 
you know, web page, front page finishes. Yep. Um, but yeah, the great episode and, uh, and the tickler will be back for our, uh, our next 22 not forgotten episode. And, uh, we'll, we'll coach him on, uh, what to do and what not to do with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, like the things he loved about the WWE stuff, I'm like, dude, you got to watch AEW. And like the fact yeah. that he loved the Nyla Rose match so much, I'm like, man, you got to watch AEW. Like, I, I, I hate the fact they don't have streaming yet for those people that don't have yeah. an ability to watch it, uh, which is another reason that their ratings could be a little suffered because not everybody has the way to watch it. Uh, exactly. How are you consuming your entertainment? So I do a lot of stuff on my phone. My son does a lot of stuff on his phone, on his Xbox, and on his PlayStation. My older son does probably 75 to 80% of everything on his tablet and on his phone. Uh, Tiffany, you know, she watches TV. So it's like the one single house, household, we're, we're bringing in, you know, our media through so many different mediums. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm stoked for whatever will occur with uh, the Paramount Warner Brothers move yep. whatever's going to happen with fox whatever the move is going to be with the um you know wwe you know peacock usa paramount um endeavor but yeah aew man i don't the minute the minute that streaming service is available the minute you can get an aew app like you can new japan bro yeah i don't i don't want to get into the ratings talk because it just fuel, fuels the Twitter uh, tribalism that's out there. So I don't really want to get okay. into it. However, that's fair. However, Comma, everybody talks that. about the ratings that SmackDown gets. SmackDown is on Fox. Fox is a free yep. television channel that you can pick up with your most basic cable channel setup. You can pick it with antennas. AEW is on TBS, which, unless you go to a premium package or pay for the extra. So. Just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Now, the difference between being able to get Fox and like specific to my area, the difference between being able to get um, the difference between being able to get Fox, which means I can watch NFC football, which is free, because in my back on my back porch I've got a an antenna set up which costs me nothing, mm -hmm. or the package that makes. You know, TNT, TBS, there's uh, like four or five other channels, and then you have the whole slew of cooking channels yep. and all this other stuff. Free, $88 a yeah, month. Yeah, exactly. And not everybody has that disposable income. And so I, I totally agree with you. I think well, that's absolutely fair and, with ratings aren't. And, and you know, even, ratings, even if you want to compare know. apples to apples, you can compare SmackDown to Raw's ratings, right? SmackDown okay. outrates Raw, but Raw is on USA, which is another channel that's not free. So, yep. just throwing that out there. I'm not saying yeah. watch one over the other. Watch both. Yeah. You can enjoy both no, for different things. Let's yeah. get back to the one I enjoy the most, which is AEW. <laughs> Boom. So, we, we, we start. It's Wednesday night. You know what that is. Uh, Excalibur. He's got his triple cappuccino. I don't know why he feels like he's got to jam 20 seconds of information into every one second. Crowd progresses. You get every movement and groovement. 
Um, you have this fantastic Orange Cassidy uh, Jeff Jarrett match. You've got the opening bat mitzvah slash recircumcision threat. Hmm. And the whole show didn't, I don't even feel like I was even able to breathe, but I did, it didn't bother me. I didn't care. And when it was over, I was like, wait a minute. I just watched one of the greatest. We even got to the end yet. Yeah. We were in this match. And like we were talking before, I was so happy that Brody was booked the way he was. I was totally feeling the super kick party. And just like, I I have, man, I got nothing. So, so just, go. so we'll stop at the match for right now. Just looking at the match. Yep. Well, we'll stop partly at the match. So you look at the match, you've got this great dynamic between the elite and Death, uh, not Death Tron. The Elite. Speaking of Death Tron, where's Pac been? Anyway, side, there goes the woods again. I'm curious, though. I haven't seen him Ooh. on TV in a while. That's a good point. I'm going to have to look that yeah. up. Anyway, so you've got uh, the Elite and the House of Black. Great, great. Like, there's so many variations of those matches I want to see. Well, now they threw the JAS in there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I want to see JAS with House of Black, which there's combinations there. But I also want to see Omega and Jericho run it back. Because they did some great matches in New Japan, and I, I'm like, mm, now I kind of want to see them do that on AEW TV. And they did some great matches yep. in AEW, so I just like, mm, okay, cool. Then we get to the end of the match. So House of Black win, retain their titles, and we see some ruckus up the ramp, and here comes the BCC beating the hell out of the Dark Order, chasing them down their ring, and then Hangman comes in to try to make the save. Oh, I'm sorry. First, you had Jer- uh, Hager come out first. Hager comes out to help you know Jericho up, and for whatever reason gets in the ring to challenge uh, Brody King, which would be a pretty fun match, I bet. Uh, yeah. And then he gets jumped, and then the JAS get in there and jump. So I'm like, okay, now we've spun off into House of Black versus JAS. I'm good with that. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, then then you get the Dark Order and Hangman and the BCC come out, uh, and it's Silvers and Reynolds getting the crap beat out of them by claudio and, and moxley and yuda all the way out to the ring hangman runs out brawling around the ring and then finally in the ring it's hangman uh and he's beaten down uh he's thrown yuda out i think and he's standing there and next thing you know silver is out reynolds is out jsa is brawled to the back with the house of black or they're brawling around somewhere and moxley claudio and yuda step up to the ring step in the ring and hangman's like all right i got it let's go all three of you i'll take you on man like oh i get goosebumps thinking about it and then just you see out of the corner of the screen this was so, this was shot we we complain about the production sometimes this was beautiful cuz out of the corner of the screen you see omega yeah. stand up cuz they had been beat down and look at the young bucks and they kind of look in the ring and they kind of give this like yeah we should probably help them and they slide in behind hangman who doesn't know they're there and then you see the bcc backing off and he's like yeah that's right and there's the elite is standing behind hangman and as hangman starts to turn boom off tv talk about a cliffhanger to make you go what the f- just happened i want to watch friday now like i want to know what yep. his response was yes there's leaks videos out there now on twitter and all that stuff but what a genius that setup that production was amazing and again we are talking about a storyline with the elite that's been going on for four years from Hangman and Omega beating the Young Bucks to the Young Bucks then siding with Omega in the Hangman-Omega feud 
to Hangman kind of being on his own with the Dark Order and now maybe making men's to come back. Like, oh, man, it was so good. So, Just so the good. Just ebb and flow, the ebb and flow of every single character. And it was, I felt like it was almost the night after WrestleMania where they solidified everyone and where they were on what product they were on. You're either SmackDown or you're mm-hmm. Raw or you're NXT or you're Up, Up, Down, Down, whatever it was, Next Level, whatever it is. And so you got the pillars, you've got the women that are the outcasts and the originals, and then you've got the, the elite against the Blackpool Combat Club. And like what you were talking about before when... When um, when Brian Danielson said, "Well, I'm going home," so was that oh, I'm going so. home to Washington, I'm going home to Ring of Honor, I'm going home to the Blackpool Combat Club, because brother, if it's I'm going home to the Blackpool Combat Club, and we're gonna see the elite against the Blackpool Combat Club, and you figure so there's eight eight wrestlers, so you can do. Two different tag teams. You can do six man. You can do eight man. You can do individual. I mean, you're looking at 16 matches that wouldn't ever be the same before you repeated something. You're like, holy cow, how awesome is that? Where you can have a four month story before two of the wrestlers compete. In the same diatribe like WWE, like, okay, cool, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah, let's do it. It, it worked last week. We got, you know, what? Oh, yeah, I, I, I yeah. want to see. I got goose. I just got goose. I want to, I want to <laughs> yeah. see Mox. I mean, Woo. I want to see, well, I want to see Mox, you know, and Hangman again. I wouldn't mind seeing Mox and Omega again. Good stuff. But I want to see Omega and Claudio. I don't think it's ever been done. Yeah. I want to see Omega yep. and Yuta. Oh, and Ooh. I don't, I'm trying to remember. I don't think Omega has been in the ring with Danielson yet either. I think Omega was injured when Danielson mm. came in, and I don't think, I think those you're two. Right. Have yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was out. Yeah, two, Ooh. in my opinion, of the best wrestlers in the world. I yeah. want to see that. So I really hope him going home means he's Dude. going back to Blackpool Combat Club because yeah. I want to see Omega and Danielson in a freaking. Yeah. 120 minute Iron Man match. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know that they, they wouldn't do Dude. that, but I just, uh, yeah. man, talk about wrapping up a four, four year storyline and then ending an episode. And I'm going to say this. So I said last week, I saw some writing on the wall and I thought it was a boring show, but I'd give it time. It paid off this week. So if you look back at last week, they definitely set up stuff this week to where you're like, yeah. oh my gosh. What a, e- even the Wordlow thing we all hated at the end of that match. They kind of tied it up with the QTV thing, even though it went a little long. I think the story yeah. was good. And oh man, yeah, I hundred percent loved this dynamite. Uh, yeah, the QTV thing is the only thing I could have done without. And you know, if you only have one segment to make a comment about, and I don't want to say complain because it's not fair to the boys and girls in the back. I think the referees did. Much, much better. Probably the best they've done in a long, long time. Uh, Excalibur, you know, he got a little frantic a couple of times. Like, he was, you know, talking a little bit fast. But, dude, the the boys and girls did it for us. 
the crowd was fantastic. And, uh, you know, Barry Barricade, Stevie Stairs only got hit a couple of times. And, uh, you know, it, yeah, I, it was awesome. Yep. It was, it was a really good show. Yeah. Yeah. My, my <laughs> final beard rating on it is four and a half, man. Wasn't quite five tier. Yowza. Wasn't quite five tier. Um, but those are rare and in between. Cause you got to think, you know, a yes. two and a half is an average, uh, three is good. And a, f- a four to four yep. and a half is pretty amazing. So, uh, amazing yep. four and a half beard show. I really enjoyed it. Um, as Sidgwick says, it had the three pillars for me. So it had your, it had your advancement of storyline and programming. It had some good promos and it had some amazing action. So I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. What'd you give it? Awesome, man. Yeah. I give it four beards. Um, I, I think I was too excited to see Taya. Don't make it weird. And, um, I thought they were actually going to lock up tonight. So that, that was a little bit of a disappointment, you know, not that uh, Miss Matthews wasn't a valiant opponent um, there in uh, in Canada. And then the QT thing, yep. it, that TV, I just, that was too much of a knockoff for TMZ. So, yeah, I gave it four beards. Kudos to the performances in the, uh, at really every single match. And, you know, Jade. Uh, gave it hell, but uh, I I can't wait to see them lock up at the next pay per view for the uh, you know a fantastic title. To just just title. a testament to this. Uh, just one more thing to go on this dynamite is so I worked a full shift and I had to be back at work at midnight uh, tonight last night. I set an alarm to get up to watch Dynamite, thinking, oh, I'll, I'll probably fall asleep. Man, I was up the whole time. I watched the entire show, then took a two hour nap. So that I mean, it kept yeah. me entertained. Where there's been dynamites before, where I just even not working crazy hours i've fallen asleep in so yeah fantastic show uh yeah worth watching just go see some of the highlights if you can uh speaking of highlights i want to highlight our social media networks let you guys know to follow us on no shave man cave at twitter tiktok youtube instagram i think that's it i gave up on the facebook one nobody uses facebook anymore anyway so (laughs) uh and then uh, as always you can find us on uh, buy me a coffee if you want to help support our uh our apple juice drinking so um there it is you can uh support us on that uh new york city podcast want to thank them we mentioned them already but uh, they are doing some good stuff up in in their podcast network uh great great things there uh it's an honor to like you said be selected for staff favorites on three of our episodes already and we've only been on them less than a month so hopefully they'll get some more on there because uh, those shows tend to see a nice little spike. Please, uh, yeah. if you're listening to us on Apple, give us a rating, a review, because that helps us get on those charts. Uh, we're sitting at 62 five-star ratings. We'd love to get that at 6,200 five-star ratings. <laughs> Man can dream. But yeah, just really yeah. thankful to everybody. We're, we're coming up on 4,000 downloads. Uh, Jared and I are just two humble dudes that, uh, you know, disabled vets on a fixed income that, income that love wrestling, met each other uh at work and uh, started talking about wrestling. I'm like, man, we should record some of these combos because we get, we yeah. get pretty passionate about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an honor that you people take the time out of your day to listen to us, whether you're in the car working out. And if you don't like an episode, just hit play and mute it and let us get to get the listens. <laughs> just, you know, you could forget to take, turn it off and just let it play through all of our episodes, but no, for real, we, we appreciate yeah. everything. And, uh, like I said, give us those ratings, uh, give us the subscriptions. Uh, YouTube will be coming bigger and better. Uh, we were hanging these up on YouTube. 
we've backed off on it a little bit because um, neither of us are really good at video editing yet. So we're working on that. And then uh, we are also behind the scenes talking about maybe starting a Patreon to see if uh, we can do some exclusive content on there. But uh, I just wanted to thank you guys. And I'm going to tag out to my buddy for his uh, finishing move. All right. Well, hey, thank you for uh, for everything. Like like JT said, couldn't be doing this without you, without your feedback. We could be, but it isn't nearly as fun. So all of our Twiddle fo- Twitter Twiddle. followers, Twiddle. That's the new one. Talk Twiddle. about it and make it. That's that's the new yeah. one. Uh, so super super appreciative of uh, everything that's going on over there. To listennotes.com. There is three hundred five thousand three hundred and five million one hundred and fifty nine thousand three hundred eleven podcasts episodes available yeah. everywhere throughout the world. We are in the top three percent because of you, because of the fam, and we wouldn't be here doing this without you. So, shout out to the shout out. You guys are fantastic. If you like what you see, like, subscribe, and follow. And uh, while you're at it, look out for each other, look out for yourselves, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the floor.